Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Happy Weed Day, Canada. That's why everyone's driving slow and safe. Welcome to Common Sense. Get into the gray. Watch out for the black and white. It's reality, folks. CJ beat hards better than Jimmy, and the Bears got brocked. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, folks. It's episode 32 of your favorite Canadian NFL show. Hey, no matter where you are in the world, ni hao, privyet, hola, bonjour, hello. We're going to add a couple more. I got a couple Swedish friends. We'll figure out how to say hello in a whole bunch of languages. But thank you for joining us on Look Who's Talking. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett, spelled with a G, uh, like all cool Jeffs in the world. If you all meet a J Jeff, I just shake his hand and say, that's okay, bud. All right. Better luck next naming of yourself. <laughs> I'm uh, joined always by the voice of God, Brent Waits. How are you, Lord? Fantastic, Jeffrey. Hallelujah. Giddy up. And uh, the Mooseless, as you wanted me to remind you, uh, the Mooseless, Weird Michael. How are you, sir? I am officially non-communicado pre-show with you moving <laughs> forward, okay? Yeah. All you said was I'm I got gi- one rule, no moose jokes. I'm giving you the Kramer silent treatment. And- we'll see if it lasts <laughs> A couple episodes. <laughs> Come back shinier than a ruby. <laughs> what do you want me to think? Natural grease, baby. Look it up. Anyway, uh, hey, look, maybe it's not Maybe it's not the moose. Maybe it's just the haze in the air. We are here at Centennial Studios, a beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada, where we just became the first major economy, basically the first real country. G7. To legalize marijuana. Woo! 10-17, gentlemen and ladies, 10-17. It's about time. Not just the time of the day that every student wishes they weren't in school. It is now an important date in all of our lives. Think about 10-17 when you're in high school. Get me the farm out of here. It's, it's going to be a thing for sure. <laughs> is second period ruined forever now? That's that, that's, that was my second washroom break in economics class. <laughs> Mr. Parasato, I'm going again. Yeah, get out of here, Jeff. Stop leaning on your chair. Anyway, it's big news. Uh, big news. Yeah, big news. Uh, that's why everybody, as I mentioned, is driving really slow. The McDonald's drive-throughs out the farm and out the parking lot. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, I saw they like the uh, the CP twenty four like news coverage of the day, and yeah. they must find the dirtiest hippies. Like, <laughs> I know. yeah, these guys do way more drugs than weed, and yeah, they're just seeing them celebrate in, like Young and Dundas Square and all these like absurd parties. Right, it's, it's really. Not giving everyone, you know, the right... Uh, the best image. Yeah, no, they not at all. They could have found just some normal folks that are in the same lines, but they l- find these war vets that look like human celery. And it's like, what do you think of the new law? Like, oh, I love it. Could have used it in 71, you know? Either way, it's funny, though, uh, with, you know, th- there was projections and polling and everyone kind of knew this was going to be big. But as I said, and as my uh, stock portfolio is hopefully going to project... I think this is going to be way bigger than people think because just like how Trump won the election in polls, people don't necessarily tell the truth. They just don't. Yep. But uh, you know what? As soon as it's legal, lineups out the parking lot. It's like if, if you polled a whole bunch of guys, you know, and they're like, hey, if there was like an anonymous blowjob place for free down the street, you know, would you, would you be interested? Oh, no. <laughs> you know? The day it's legalized, no one shows up for work. Happy Weed Day, everybody. Uh, uh, Americans, come up north. Welcome to Common Sense Land. You guys will join soon. Woo! 
By the way, nothing really changed here. Everyone was doing it anyway. <laughs> Quickest borderlines ever today. Yes. Whipping right through. Absolutely. Um, but that's not smog in the city, you see. That's a country celebrating. By the way, uh, just to shift gears here, it is the best sports time of the year. Absolutely. It's incredible. It's hard to really have a night off. Baseball's almost over. I, Basketball's back. But it's the, it's the good part of baseball. By the way, I counted in one inning, there was 24 timeouts in game three of the NLCS. That's all I'll say. Um, yes, but also, but football's, it's week six. We're right in the heart of it. And, and it's not even half over. So you're still excited. Yeah. It's like when you still have over half your Christmas presents left as a kid. You know, you already got a pretty good one, but there's some big boxes left. That's the NFL season right now. And hockey's starting up. I mean, if you're if you live in Toronto, which we we know not of our all of our listeners do, but this is the hockey mecca of the world. And we got this dude named Austin Matthews who's on pace for about 150 goals. And uh, I think he's gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, he's passing uh, a couple of Gretzky records. Oh, uh, they keep showing amazing. lists of other guys that he's lining up with, and it's Lemieux, it's Gretzky. We have not had a Leaf. Some all-time couple. Oh, it's awesome. Anyway, hockey's back. It's great. Also, basketball's back. Woo! Which I'm more fired up for this year than 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 in recently. I don't know why. Toronto's got the claw. Kawhi, Number baby. Two, you got it. Tell him again. Some someone. Kawhi, made, baby. Someone made a meme out of his laugh. Um, That's ha- terrifying. Hawk Media, maybe you could find that laugh. <laughs> Love the laugh. I'm telling you, Raptors are going to be the best regular season team in the NBA this year. Huh. Ferocious perimeter huh. D. It's going down, baby. Huh. <laughs> Raptors win 58 games this year. Wow. Uh, I'll just, it started last night. We record on Wednesdays. Uh, last night, there was the ring ceremony for the Warriors. And let me tell you, I'm a little biased towards hockey and, you know, NFL. It was the worst ring ceremony I've ever seen. First of all, they gave the guys the rings like they were grabbing a dime of weed in the previous Canadian world where like you just go up to a guy, kind of slip a little handshake. A couple of the guys, I didn't even see the ring exchanged hands. It was like it was an illegal handshake. They came down from the ceiling. You see that? That was kind of cool. Yeah. And, but then literally also the rings, they, they unscrew or something. It looked like a dollar toy you'd get at Chuck E. Cheese. Either way, even if it's... I don't care if it's 5,000 carat diamonds and like a million sapphires. It looked awful. And also, there's just something about a whole bunch of guys who totally expected to win just getting the rings they got for doing exactly what they expected. It's supposed to be more of an accomplishment than that, and it didn't seem like it. I'll yeah, it seems like the fans weren't even that pumped. They're they like, weren't. Yeah, we knew. Yeah, they were supposed to win. Basically, we just boo them if they lost. Yeah. And then seeing Durant get his ring. Oh, yeah. And um, Westbrook is just sitting on the bench. Not I'm, playing. I'm not much of a video game player, but like it's like the guys that win apps or win games by buying all the extra items. You know, Durant, he just, he just joined the Warriors. They're already winning. Anyway, I, look, I like winning. I like dominance. I like the Patriots, for instance. Love them because they dominate in a sport that seems a little harder to dominate. Uh, something just unnatural about that about the Warriors getting the rings, the Warriors winning. I'm cheering for anyone except the Warriors. And that's just me. I don't hate winning. I hate when it's too easy. It's major sports. It's supposed to be a bit harder than that. You can hate all you want. Those hoodies the Warriors were wearing were dope. Yeah, they look nasty. Championship hoodies, gold-plated logos. Those were badass. By the way, we got, we got uh, audience members here in the Centennial Studios. And he's uh, 
buddy Royal is Italian, and I always say, weird Mike, whenever you're around other Italians, you always get really Italian. So expect that the rest of the show, folks. My pants are a little bit higher than usual right now. See what I'm saying? And you're going to, I swear to God, he just starts to stay, say stuff around the studio in Italian that he knows nobody knows. And maybe you have Italian people in your life. I love Italians, don't get me wrong. But they seem to say some Italian stuff that they know nobody knows. And it's just for their own shits and giggles. If you need uh, Bill's tickets, holler at our boy Royal. Get through him at our inbox, LHT. He's Look ta- who's talking. He talks about his batandos, batandis. I think he's making words up. Batandos, great I- sandwiches. Little Italy, Toronto. Anyway, big weekend in football. Shift gears here. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Uh, it's fantastic. We, wow. what, what was your biggest takeaway this weekend, boys? What, what would you learn? We're getting halfway into the season. Not quite. Just like Christmas. I talked about this. I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I took away from week six is that the defense doesn't care anymore. And they're feeling jilted. Everybody's getting paid around them. They're getting fined left and right. So it's not like they're balling and can afford these huge fines. And there's mad flags against them. So even when they do make a great pay, that's even up for debate. They're getting salty. Tackling is terrible in the NFL. I'm sure you guys have noticed. Don't turn into the Big 12. But the biggest takeaway, it had been building. And then on primetime, it exploded. The D doesn't care. It's uh, something's going on. Something's going on. This is a bad defense going on. Uh, yeah. And the guy who gave Brady a hug and then just like, you know, answered his phone. <laughs> yeah. You got D linemen dropping uh, quarterback sacks. They're worried about fines. The yeah. guy said he didn't want to get fined. What does that tell you? He's not making a lot of money. And, you know, when you're worried about your bottom line, sometimes your best doesn't come through. TJ Watt, your host, Jeff Hewlett's pick for Defensive Player of the Year. Sort of on his way. I didn't know Khalil Mack was going to go all Lawrence Taylor on everybody. He's won Defensive Player of the Week twice already. Exactly. So. He literally slapped a, guy, slapped, uh, slapped a guy's, or was it Andy Dalton? I think it was Andy Dalton. Slapped his shin, basically, and he got fined. And even his brother called him out on Twitter, called it out on Twitter, like, what is happening? So, yeah, I hear you. Um, Lord? Uh, biggest takeaway is that it's going to cost you when you don't man up and make the tough decision. The tough decision being drafting Sam Darnold, number two, and not Saquon Barkley. Sorry, Eli Manning, Manning family. We're going to have to hurt your feelings. And, you know, look at the Ravens. Yeah. Look at the Ravens did. That worked out perfectly. Yeah. Lit a fire under Flacco's ass. Look at them now. Uh, there's about a hundred other running backs that were great in the draft, but uh, yeah, the Giants are one and five. Yeah, the Jets are three and three with a way worse roster. So yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I hit the Giants because of what happened in the <laughs> two Super Bowls. But yeah, uh, for messing that pick up and not being able to move off Eli, you deserve ten years out of the playoffs. That was uh, the start of the Eli funeral for his career. Uh, we gave look, look. We gave you a pick as well as some of our sharp betters. I'm gonna get into this a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> I was told at a, a wicked Survivor game on the weekend at our buddy Dwyer's cottage. Um, one one guy after a couple of wobbly pops came up to me. He's like, "Dude, listen to your show." I'm like, "Thanks, man." He's like, "Kellerman, I think." He's like, "But you picked the Giants." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I know." He's like, "They lost." <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> I'm like, I know that happens, man. It's not, it's not simple addition. You know, it's not one plus one equals two. It's one plus a fumble plus some weather plus a yeah. bad O line and a shoulder that doesn't like to throw longer than 30 yards anymore. Either way, 
It's not an exact science, but uh, you got to stick your neck out I'm there sometimes. But don't I do it with Eli anymore. Sorry, fans. My, as I said last week, you know, don't quit on guys too early. Also, don't quit on guys too late. And <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're living somewhere in the gray area right now, which I'm going to talk about a bit later. Yo, Dwyer, holler at your boy Weird Mike, man. I want in on that Survivor we, spring season. Got, Let me in, bro. I'll take it down. Anybody that's a good game organizer or runner of, you know, manager of events or something, he's got to keep the integrity intact. This is a true story. I got invited to play the Survivor game last year. And Weird Mike found out about this. He's a big Survivor fan. Super fan. We're, we're still in a, uh, a draft and basically Survivor uh, pool. That's Shout been going out, on for about crew. 15 years. Uh, run by our buddy Hernsey. And uh, yeah, so he found out I was in Survivor. It's, it's, what is it, $20 to enter for normal people? Yep. Yeah. Weird Mike offered $700. Now, for everyone who knows Weird Mike, that's probably going to turn into about five, but he'll let, you know, round down. I was USD. <laughs> yeah, so four. <laughs> and uh, Mike Dwyer still said no. He's like, no, I'm sorry. The roster's full. Roster's full. When, I, when, I respect it. When I know. I shook his hand at the Bills game before he went on the trailer yep. at the Ralph. Then, I mean, you did but leave I'm, something in the bathroom for him. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. even get me started. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Yeah. That's the root of the animosity. Probably, yes. Oh, man. It's hard. You know what? Kick it to the basement. Call up Dirty Mike and the boys, make a mess, and uh, <laughs> let's square the table, VOG. I, what do you say? That's a disgusting proposition. Um, we're going to keep the studios clean, baby. And uh, anyway, my biggest takeaway is that CJ Beathard, <laughs> it's not a porn name. That's the current quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, which you probably watched because Raiders Bethard. are... Bethard. It's Beathard. Come on. Beathard's more fun to say. <laughs> of course it is. That's not his actual name. I bet all of his best buddies do it. And um, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm supporting you so much. I consider myself a friend. So you beat it as hard as you want, bud. I think you're better than the starter. I think Kyle Shanahan secretly sort of weirdly knows that. I've seen him be yelling at Jimmy G in those first few games. Beat hard. He's the one who drafted him. He picked him. True story. True story. Shanahan's first quarterback he drafted in San Francisco. CJ beat hard. I think he's better than Jimmy G. Throws a better deep ball, more accurate deep ball. Get him more than one week with the first team. I'm not done on the Niners yet. They're somewhere in that gray area. You know what he is? The guy's durable. He played four years at Iowa. Yeah. A four-year starter in college. He can take the big hit. Uh, can take on a big safety, whatnot. He's reliable, and that's worth something. Also, I mean, Huck Media is going to hate me for this because as a, a mustache connoisseur like he is, as we're getting ready for the biggest Movember, and look who's talking history. Woo! Um... If you have gingery to dirty blonde hair and it's not Movember and you're wearing a football helmet to maybe showcase how it goes with the rest of your hair, because Huck's got a man bun and it sort of works with his with his uh, his upper lip flow, as they like to say. Um, anyway, he just looks like a guy that shouldn't be his starting quarterback. CJ, shave the mo, maybe keep it from Movember. You're the starter of the San Francisco 49ers now. One of the most storied franchises in the league. You got a coach that likes you and... Uh, Big, fat-ass, porn star, injured starting quarterback who's not coming back for at least a year, bud. This is your chance. Go for it. Kick the door down. You almost beat the Packers. You should have. Richard Sherman cost you it. All right. Uh, we got a big truth of the week for you. We got some picks that I love. I got Brock, but so do the rest of Las Vegas. Moving into our news that matters. 
with our Lord, Brent Waits. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. News that matters. Starting with the Sunday night game. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Fox bro, Pat Mahomes, V-Town Brady. With Al Michaels calling it my draft pick in the world-famous now announcer draft. But, yeah, absolutely. The biggest biggest game of the year lived up to the hype. Holy crap. What a ride. I was, like, passing in and out of consciousness, unfortunately. Um, you know, big weekend. But, um, wow. Uh, Pat took it, obviously, at the end, uh, 43-40 in huge shootout. Um, Pat's offense looking nails, um, you know, just blow for blow with Pat Mahomes. Um, he had a couple, you know, picks early. They were a little costly, but... Wow. Um, yeah, you can't really ask for a better football game than that. Absolutely the biggest game of the weekend. Uh, and it, it delivered 40-40. I mean, come on. 40-40. 40-40. The over-under was 60, which is, or 57 and a half. 58 and a half. 58 and a half, which is insanely high. But everybody picked it, including our buddy C-Mac. Big win. Um, 83. What are you going to do? That's an over. Uh, also, with all, the wep- with all the weapons that New England's got back, I mean, again, and yeah, Vegas all year like their their over underlines have been off because the offensive explosion with these you know the pass rule, pass friendly rules rule, rule changes. The, again, as as weird Mike mentioned before, tackling it's it's not just a one year thing, but this has been building up for like five years since since they stopped doing all the pad, more padded drills, less OTAs. It's just worse tacklings, worse defensive football. It's the coming through the ranks is now showing in the big leagues. Yes. Also, again, the Chiefs, they're 5-1. and one. They're far from amazing. They're giving up, what, the, the most yard. They're on pace to give up the most yards in NFL history. And they still might win the whole thing. Right? Yeah, because they can pretty much put up 35 every week. Which is why, again, I've talked that the Khalil Mack thing, it's such an offensive league that maybe not right now, a couple years down the line, might seem like it's not as big of, as important to have a rock star linebacker. That was the first and only game in NFL history to end 43-40. Yes. Also, another weird fact. Yeah, one. I think the only time in NFL history that a team did not punt once and they did not get a single penalty. That's true for the Patriots. They didn't get one penalty. Not a single penalty. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All the ten conspiracy theorists. That's alive a and well. That's a stat. Props ticket had four check marks almost right away, and uh, waited for a punt return over thirteen and a half yards all day. There was no punts. <laughs> it was one punt was at the end of the game. Punt. Kansas City punted. It, 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 it like fumbled it or something. It was yeah. there was no return. There wasn't even a catch. One three and out. Anyway, but um, yeah, very likely preview of the AFC Championship. I know that's where Vegas has their money right now. They're you know one of the top two three teams for sure. Moving over to the Monday Night Football game um, in good, beautiful Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Chile went at Lambeau, San Fran, Green Bay. Um, another you know uh, shootout. All game. Um, 30-30. 33-30. It was 30-30 at one point. Yes, 30-30. Uh, but yeah, literally decided um, with some late game Aaron Rodgers heroics that, again, just like Brady, two-minute drill. Like, it's just so, you know, you're just waiting for it. Like, all game, you know, he there was some struggles on offense. You know, the defense on San Fran's side of the ball was was stepping up. And, and then it's like, Aaron, why didn't you just do that earlier? Right. Like, lacks the laser focus earlier in the game, as we alluded to a couple weeks ago. Yeah, his like point differential, uh, I heard earlier this week, um, from the first quarter to the fourth is insane. Like He's like negative 90 points or something in the first quarter, and then he's like plus 150 or something in the last X games. But 
Yeah, just it's got to be a drama queen with Aaron. He also a couple things. Um, first of all, the way that Brady did his two minute drill, and the way that Rogers did his two minute drill, I'll give it to Aaron. He just made incredible throws, literally off his back foot. Tom and Josh McDaniels just had a system in place. It's like, how much time do we want to leave on the clock? None. And it was just... It was it, surgical. Surgical. It was like what, it was watching surgery versus watching a rock star in the field army surgeon with bullets flying around him. No plan. Morphine. Here we go. Versus like, uh, scalpel, thank you. Uh, don't drop a junior mint, please. Seinfeld joke for you. Um... Yeah, and the other thing is, is that Aaron Rodgers has the worst celebrations in the entire world. He does this little skipping. It's a gallop. It's a gallop. It's a gallop, yeah. It's a, it's a galloping mini uppercut that he doesn't really finish, so it would never actually punch anyone. It's like a kidney like a shot. Cartoon character. Right, and it's not even a good punch. It's like, a, it's like that kid in your class that got, that got 9 out of 10 on the quiz, and then on the quiz that no one cared about and then went up to the teacher, showed him that, you know, it was really 10 out of 10 and the teacher was wrong. And then even though that was a private conversation at the front of the class, he's just like, yes. <laughs> Yay. And then somebody throws something at him. Anyway, uh, Aaron, learn how to celebrate like a man. <laughs> I like when he does the belt thing. I don't yeah, think he discount does Discount double check, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's world that's famous. One, but, uh, he did the belt thing before he won the, the title. Then he wins the title, did the belt thing for a year, realized his team Farvin sucked, and stopped doing the belt thing. It's still in his repertoire. I've seen it. Our buddy Harris, that's his favorite. Yeah, but even then, he's still an asshole. Like, what are you doing? You haven't won the championship since what? When they, when hey, you got a ring, you got a ring, bro. You just forever the, you're forever the, the belt guy? Isn't it the State Farm ad? Isn't that where it came from? I don't think so. I think he just started doing it because he's a dick. He's <laughs> <laughs> the champ. Yeah, it's the WWE belt. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, shout out to BZ. He was at the game, freezing his balls off in Lambeau Stadium. But uh, it was all worth it. So, giddy up. Who's BZ? Benny Zapia. Yeah. Who's good, that? Good, uh, big fan of the show. Big fantasy football player. Oh, beauty. Yeah, high school. Uh, high school um, <laughs> I thought it was a rapper I didn't know about. I'm like, what, little BZ? Ah, yeah. <laughs> no, it could be. Your boy went to Lambeau? He did. How do you say it was? He was like. He was like crying. He was like tearing up on the story. <laughs> he was just the happiest person ever. I hear amazing. it. I hear it's great. That's cool. Yeah. It was like, minus, it was like minus three. Hug me is shaking his head. Before our Canadian Water Ski World Championships one time, or the World Water Ski Championships down in Wisconsin, Huck went with the big squad of friends and family over to Lambeau, came back with a cheese head and a stupid shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> Who won Huck? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Lord, for the news that matters. I uh, hope you're all caught up. We are fired up for this upcoming week. Um, yeah. And again, that Sunday nighter was amazing. A lot of people are talking about how impressed they are with Tom Brady at 41 years of old, just being surgical. And yes, as Weird Mike reminds me, and a lot of you Twitter followers remind me, I do S Tom's D from time to time on the show. And well, uh, me and Weird... Uh, it you know, deserves it. Me and Voice of God will drink the potion. But again, he does deserve it. He's amazing. But I was actually way more impressed with a guy that's equally as impressive, but for different reasons, Pat Mahomes. He, uh, he looked almost as surgical. Again, he was a little jittery in the first quarter, but man, some of these throws and... He just looked great. 40-40 with Tom, and, okay? Yeah, and Pat's D is a lot better than KCD. And Pat's in his seventh game, Okay. And this leads me to my truth of the week. 
Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks, is the quarterbacks are like a fine wine. Under the right circumstances, they get better with age. Or at least they should. Because quarterbacks are a lot more like me and you than the rest of the, the, rest of the league. Like the, every other position in football. We're talking gladiators and chess players. Now, sometimes you have a bad O-line and that playing chess isn't quite so easy. This can lead to injury, Peyton Manning, neck damage, nerve damage, couldn't quite throw the same. HGH. It, which apparently didn't help enough. All right, he was, he, was, he was throwing like Heidi Klum in the Super Bowl. All right, Heidi, no offense if you're a listener. I bet you could just rocket it. Probably more than McGregor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to American football, bro. Tug the laces. That was embarrassing. Um, but, yeah, quarterbacks should get better with age, okay? I'll tell you why. You got a job, right? You're sitting there, look who's talkers at home, all right? You got a job, you got a career maybe. Maybe you've been there for three years, five years. Maybe you've been there for nine years. Think how, many, how much better you are at your job than you were when you first started. Especially, folks, if you didn't level up, if you didn't go to assistant manager or manager or move to a different company. As in, the task that you were asked to do on your first day on the job, quarterback a football team, that's what you're doing nine years later, 11 years later, 15 years later. Now imagine how preposterous it would be to you for some guy, no matter how talented, to come in and do your job as well as you or better. That's what I'm getting at. Of course they're not going to be better. You've experienced all the different problems you can run into in your industry and you figured out how to solve them. You figured out how to avoid them. This is like quarterbacking especially if you have an O-line that can protect you. You've learned all the defenses. There's only a couple defenses in the league, okay? This is why Fitzmagic can look good for at least a month, but he's not talented enough to hold through. Tom is. The greats are. That's why Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, as they all say, this actually has gotten easier, okay? It's not as physical a position as, as it used to be. With the new rules protecting quarterbacks, okay, it's easier to stay in the game. It's easier to just be the chess player. Coaches and quarterbacks are playing chess, uh, surrounded by warriors. Warriors, all the, you know, the linebackers, the linemen, all of them, they get worse with age. They break down. Now, quarterback, you know, you might break down. Your arm strength could, go, could you know, go a little bit. But you know the defenses so much, so well that it's actually easier. Brett Favre, perfect example. Yes, I love him. What are we going to do? Okay? He's not the best guy ever. I read his book, Gunslinger. Great book. Not the best guy. But I like the way he played football. Also, as an example, at 41 or 40 years of age, he went to the Vikings, skipped training camp. He's like, yeah, you got a good O-line? I got the offensive coordinator that I had in Green Bay for five years. Bevel? Sweet. I know the offense. Yeah, let's play. It was almost an MVP season. He had... Single-digit interceptions and 41 touchdowns. If Tom Brady wasn't having the season of seasons, ah, that would have been another MVP year. Again, 40 years of age. He didn't really get hit too much. He knows the defenses. He audibles out of blitzes coming. He changes the protections. It's chess versus checkers. 
So on Sunday night, when Tom was doing his thing, I mean, I'm impressed, but if you can't get pressure in his face, he's going to sit there all day. He's a chess player, and this is checkers. The only way to beat him, as we saw the Giants do a couple times, was get in his face, and that's it. As soon as he's got four seconds, man, he's figured you out. He he knows your defensive coordinator from two jobs ago. So don't be as impressed when 40, 38, 39-year-old quarterbacks are now thinking of playing a couple more years. Drew Brees is like, I'm not done because the rules have changed. I'm not going to get my clock cleaned anymore. My wife doesn't worry about me because the rules are protecting me. As long as I got a good O-line, I'm good. That's why Mahomes impressed me so much. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Seven games in, 40-40 with Tom Brady on Sunday Night Football. Anyway, watch out for the old quarterbacks. And that's why sharp betters were all over Eli Manning and the Giants on Thursday night because he's done it before. He knows the defenses. He should be better than this. But you got to believe your eyes. And at some point, and I believe it was Thursday night, Eli kind of taught us a lesson. Hey, <laughs> no matter what, no matter how smart I am regarding these defenses, I can't physically do it necessarily anymore. And whether that's due to injury or just, you know, him just, you know, being a bit of a, <laughs> ah, not quite manly enough to get the job done and a, an O-line that's not really protecting him as much. Anyway, quarterbacks, for the most part, are like a fine line. They get better with age. And so do you, Okay. So don't be so surprised when guys that are just really experienced in their job succeed because that's what you should be doing, all right? Don't let that rookie come in and take your job. You figured out every problem already that he's about to face. Woo! Truth of the week. Go with the old guys. I'm becoming one, so I'm siding with them. <laughs> <laughs> How cool is it that that Sunday Nighter has a nickname? When your game has a nickname... It goes down in the books. The snow game, the ice bowl, the fog bowl. Sunday nighter is now known as the 40-40 game. Yeah. Like the, the, like the last Sunday Yeah, nighter. the Chiefs Patriots. Yeah. The one that you guys blew your load over. The t- <laughs> that might have happened. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. <laughs> Weed day was coming up, so I was also pumped. <laughs> Literally. 10-17. Yeah. Um, there was wake and bakes throughout the country. I saw that. This morning. Get yep. your coffee and your J. Yep. Pop up wake and bakes. Oh, it's genius. It's genius. Head down at Kensington. God made medicine. It grows from the ground. It's free. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. All right. Now, as we're getting into our picks, look, we're fired up, okay? This is around this, the period of the year. Let me tell you a little story. I was a bartender in London, Ontario, and I was going to, when I was going to college. And uh, <laughs> call it the curse of winning. And that's why I love Brett Favre as well. I won 8000 bucks as a freshman. And uh, on Monday Night Football, Brett Favre just needed to cover nine points against Steve Smith and Jake DeLome's Carolina Panthers. And again, he was an old quarterback, but he knows how to do it. And that, they can always keep it tight. So watch big spreads against experienced quarterbacks, okay? Even if you think a guy is shit or Smith or whatever you want to call it, okay? Get into the gray, folks, because that's where sharp betters live. The gray. Besides the 2007 Patriots, there's not a lot of teams or like the Alabama Crimson Tide, okay, that just absolutely are for sure going to win every week, okay? 
a lot of people like to separate just because it's easier teams into black and white, into amazing or shit. But that's why there's not half the teams 16 and 0 and half the teams 0 and 16. That's why you have a whole cabal of teams at the end of the year that are seven and or eight and eight, seven and nine, or six and ten. Because there's a whole bunch of teams in the gray, a whole bunch of teams that even though they're not too good, they're going to win a couple more games than you think. And a bunch of teams that you think can't lose, they're going to lose a couple. And it's important when to spot them. It's important when to think Vegas is telling you this is the game. Okay? So, just like life, don't say life isn't black and white. Okay? Best show in the world, Game of Thrones, has no black and white characters. Everybody's a little bit good and a little bit bad and switching all the time. People you're cheering for season one, you want to, them to die season three, and then you're cheering for them again season five. So just to recap, Game of Thrones is professional wrestling? Yes, sort of. It's just it's so well written because that's life, okay? When you, have, when you ever have a friend that's like, oh, I love that restaurant. We ate there every day in high school. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's like Dane Cook comedy. But no, you Farvin didn't eat there every day. Of course not. Every single it's like, day. It's like, yeah, it's like 10 miles from your house. What are you talking about? Or like there's a bar in your university town. Oh, we went there to pre-drink before every bar night. No, you didn't. You know? Or uh, someone saying, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I go to the gym every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, you don't. Shit comes up. Okay? So just lie less. All right? Don't say always. Don't say never. The gray world's okay. That's where everybody is. It's way more normal. So there's some shitty teams. They're going to win some games. There's some amazing teams. They're going to lose some games. As we head into our... You picks! You! All right. Obi Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. Uh, by the way, we are still sponsored by a good Canadian boy, Justin Bieber, and Canadian Muskoka Flyboard customer who just bought a cottage on Weird Mike's Lake. Push Lynch Lake. There you go. Value's going up. Bieber's going to save the lake, man. Yeah, just very, very excited. Just like uh, eating Fruit Loops without milk. <laughs> Happy weed day. <laughs> Values going up. All right, Hugh picks. We were two and four last week because we got brocked, just like all of Vegas. It was a three point spread, which we were on with the Chicago Bears last week. And all of Vegas went crazy because they found out Brock Osweiler was starting. Spread goes up to seven and a half. Classic Brock. He wins. You know what he doesn't do? Win twice in a row. Uh, I am taking the Detroit Lions. Minus three at the Miami Dolphins. All right? Coming off their bye week. Matt Patricia's defense. A little bit more time to get underneath him. Figure out what he wants to do. And attack the guy they call Brock Osweiler. A.K.A. the limp dick of the NFL. LD. <laughs> also celebrated that overtime win against the Bears like he had just had a son. Relax, bro. I'm taking the Lions. Much better team, top to bottom. I got my boy, which we'll explain the rules of our boys later, Matt Stafford, coming in to retake a grasp on this season and challenge the Bears, Packers, and Vikings for the division. Love it, minus three. They're going to win by a touchdown because Brock sucks. <laughs> All right, silver pick. I'm taking the New England Patriots, minus three, which I think for the rest of the year is a pretty, if I can get the Patriots minus three over anybody, I will take them. Yes, even the Rams. This week's the Bears. Don't be fooled by a couple weeks ago when Mitch Trubisky threw what? Like eight touchdowns? Six, yeah. Exactly. It was an abomination. Tom Brady throws three or four uh, like the way we eat three meals a day. He just accidentally does it. 
All of his weapons are firing. They are healthy. Hightower looks great on defense. As we've seen with Belichick's defenses throughout the years, they get better and better. Love it. Three points against anyone. I'm taking New England. Your wallet will like it. And I am taking the Houston Texans plus five at Jacksonville. This is a division game. Jacksonville's underperforming, especially on offense. Lately on defense, but that was on the road. But I don't trust Blake anywhere. You're going to have to prove it to me again. Houston Texans, underperforming as well, managing to win games. Defense is playing really well. Good defense against Blake Bortles' offense. I uh, I like it. It's a division game. It's a field goal game. I don't even know who wins. But uh, it's going to be 23-20. Somebody. All right? Love that one. All right. Fire off these last three for you. Hold on. Before you get to the bottom three there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've uncovered something about your gold pick. What's that? I'm always preaching about elevation. Yeah. And how that makes a difference for visiting These teams. things matter for sure. South Beach in the fall has become somewhat of a swamp with 100 and 110 degree temperatures. And these guys from these northern cities are having a hard time dealing with it. Case in point, the Bears versus Brock. Yeah. He uses everything. He was in Denver for a few altitude wins. I'm telling you, they are a live home dog. Hate the gold pick. That heat and humidity. H&H, baby. Yep. It's just, this is why I don't think the Lions are going to crush them. But three points is cheap, and I'll take it. Uh, also, Miami's not like undefeated at home in the last seven, you know, 20 years. They lose games at home at they some are, point. They are this year. Yeah, Really? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Eh? And that's why if you look closely enough on your Yahoo Fantasy app or any major good fantasy app, yep. they have the weather on the predicted matchup for that week. And like predicted temperature, precipitation everywhere. Wind, all of it. Smart people like calling rain precipitation. <laughs> I'm sorry, dumb people. Big P.O.P. guy. It's all about the P.O.P. All right, our next pick. They did us well last week, and now they're a home dog for the same number. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers plus 10. And again, a division game against the... Lost it against the Los Angeles Rams. Rams are the better team. I think they win this game, but I think they win it by four points. I will take 28 24 uh, for the Rams, but San Francisco covers a 10 point spread. CJ Beathard, take your hand out of your pants and do it again for me, buddy. Woo! I'm taking the New Orleans Saints, my pick to get to the Super Bowl. Yes, they are not as good on the road. Drew Brees doesn't have the strongest arm, his numbers are not as good on the road. But that would, at least in my mind, take them down to a minus two and a half, not a plus one and a half. You're telling me they could just win this game over Baltimore? I'll take it. Baltimore, coming off two road games, going to be a bit tired. And uh, I don't trust Joe Flacco to do anything. Yes, the Baltimore defense is playing great. But last week, they played the Titans. And Huck's boy, Marcus, (laughs) Captain Sack Mariota. More sacks than completions for the first time in history. Couple of NFL records being was set. That, was it 12 sacks? 11. 11, 11 sacks. sacks, 10 completions. Correct. Way to go, Marcus. Yikes. The curse of Huck's boy begins? Possibly. Although Thielen played great. Thielen. Thielen. And Adams. Balled out. Yeah. All right. And my last pick. Picking the Wembley Stadium game, game again. Again. Last week, it did not work out for, well for me. Uh, the Oakland Raiders didn't even show up. If anyone sees the Raiders, by the way, I think Gruden's looking for them. I'm, but I'm taking the LA Chargers uh, minus six and a half over the Tennessee Titans. I like that. Their Rivers and companies on their way up. Titans are on their way down. I'll take the veteran-laden team again. Six and a half is perfect. Uh, 
Keep it under that touchdown. Get on it early. Six and a half. That's the Hugh picks for the week. Niners, terrible fave, great dog. Terrible fave, great dog. And uh, rumor has it the Raiders had a really rough flight. Oh, yeah? And it pushed off their logistics of media availability and team dinners and some public appearances that they all have to make when they're across this, you know, in the ocean. Uh, in the ocean. Yeah. Across the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for those when you're try and find out. Don't bet the London games until early morning because a lot of things can happen in that pregame. Find out, uh, you know, maybe the meal was sour or they missed the bus. A lot of variables when you cross the pond. You hear that stuff on Twitter, folks. Get on there. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Jeff Hewlett, G-E-O-F-F-H-U-L-E-T, or follow us on our show at Hughes Talking. At the Fantasy VOG. At Weird Mike 24. Yep. Uh, Love it. Again, follow us on Instagram at Who's Talking. We're going to put out some props picks. uh, As we always do, Weird Mike puts out his first touchdown of every game, which is a nice, juicy, fun prop pick for every primetime game. First touchdown of the game. I'll hit uh, hit three this year. He's already hit hit one. I'll hit one. One for five. One for five. But again, this is a long shot pick. It's not one of those 50-50 things. Um, Yeah. We, uh, Weird Mike... Another uh, another winning week, was it? Negative. Negative. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Bucks, Wenches, the Raymond Jamesers. They love the Wenches. They miss the opening PAT on their... They march it down the field. They get a touchdown. They miss the extra point, And they chased it all game. Yeah. And lost by a half point on the spread. Snake bit. But that's what you get when you go with your heart. The Bucks and the Bills have captured Weird Mike's heart. And when I take them, they don't come through. Okay? My heart will open up again in a few weeks, folks. Yep. But it was snake bit last week. We're 4-2 and two on the year. Okay? Solid record. This week, we're sticking with the anti-Hugh picks. Hated. <laughs> hated the Lions. And I absolutely love... The Jacksonville Jaguars. Weird pick of the week. We're jumping back on the bandwagon. J-A-X. Worked last year. It's going to work this year. Minus five at home against the extremely lucky Houston Texans. So lucky. Colts gave him a game. Yep. Dallas. Oh, my God. What were they doing? I don't know. And the Buffalo Bills. What are you doing? Giving that game to the Texans like that. They lost the first three games of the year. They won their last three games. They're miraculously tied. The luck flips back. They lose. Jags roll. Angry. Bitter. 30 points KC. 40 points Dallas. They come home, defend their home turf, division rival. Remember, remember, folks, everybody was picking Jacksonville. Top four, top five team. Okay. Long season, little bump in the road. They get back on track at home in the heat. The Jaguars, baby. Blake Bortles, it's not about you this week. Pound the rock against that good pass rush on the Texans. Fair. Make them tackle you. No dropbacks and pass. I don't care if it's Yeldon. I don't care if it's jet sweeps all day. Pound the rock, Jags. Play some D. They bounce back. 
Jalen Ramsey with a big game. We're going to five and two with one of Weird Mike's faves. J-A-X, baby. Minus five. Weird number. There you go. He says he says the Jags have a small problem. That small problem is not having a franchise quarterback. But they've made it work for them before. Again, I don't even know if they're going to lose this game. I just think it's a field goal game. 23-20 someone. From your host, Jeff. Weird Mike's calling the Jags. I'm taking Houston on spread. Five points too much. I'm jumping in here, boys. Oh, oh let's go. Let's go. We got a divine pick. Love it. VOG, VOG bet tip for the year moving forward. Yep. Pretty much every week. Uh, smash the over on running backs playing the Broncos. Their run defense has Ooh. been absolutely atrocious all year. Ooh. I mean, Gurley put up two touchdowns as he does every week. Wow. Um, nice. I like that. And some incredible rushing numbers. Um, but Isaiah Crowell hit the New York Jets. That's true. Uh, running back rec- rushing record for over 200 yards. I'm telling you. Yeah, they've been atrocious. They still have good corners with Chris Harris back there. But, uh, yeah. No, to be honest, I was looking at Arizona. Especially uh, the spread's one and a half. Actually, here in Ontario, it's minus, th- it's minus three for Denver. Uh, we which- got Dre Bellow smashing the line. <laughs> Straight up. He loves the Broncos. <laughs> but, like, again, Vaughn Miller said on Twitter, he's like, oh, we're going to kick their ass. That's great, Vaughn. Except you used to have quarterbacks. Now you don't. Case Keenum's throwing ducks. He looks scared. The Chad Kelly came in to take a knee at the end of the first half. Crowd. I don't know why. The crowd went crazy. Erupted. Is that Jim Kelly's son or nephew? It's one of the two. He's related to the great Buffalo Bill, Jim Kelly. No, How about that? Chad Kelly. Anyway, I like it. Weird. I like it. Uh, all right. By the way, whenever we're hanging with the Lord so much, it brings me back to, I went to Catholic school as a kid, just like a couple of you guys did. Sure did. Why do we sing so many hymns? I don't know why I know so many hymns. Like, I feel like before I introduce fantasy here, I should be like, Abba. Here I am, Lord. What? Brainwash. Why? No, no, I'm leaving. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like, what? Why? Why was it teachers' jobs to make us sing, or we have to go to detention? All right, we get it. Catholic school. Sing. Put on the song on the on the sound system. Children of the light. I'm gonna play with my farving shoelace. Leave me alone. In the dark. All right, that's enough. Of- Please stop. Yeah. Fantasy news. Voice of God. Thank you, Jeffrey, for, for stopping that singing. <laughs> Fantasy news. Um, yeah. It was my we- entire childhood. It was awful. And they put the song on the no, overhead. No, no, no. We're done. Yeah. We're they done with the song. song on the overhead. Yeah. There was no, no sound system. Yeah. Yeah. You had to sing. Please stop. With the overhead. Sorry. Stop. I could write out the Jesse tree right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantasy. Again. Here we go. Um, yeah, we're we're into week seven, and we're into crazy bye week season. So you might be not looking at your roster ahead of time, and then oh yeah, I'm you know like I got, I'm I'm doing great, and then you realize you're starting running back and receiver one is off. So really, you got to be more proactive with this um, and avoid those surprises as best you can. And if you got a roster spot to burn, don't just look at the week that you're playing. Look at the week ahead because there's going to be some juicy pickups um, or some preferable D matchups. All that stuff. Look, you know, one to two, three, even three weeks ahead if you can, um, especially if, if you've got a hot record uh, to begin and, you know, maybe you sacrifice a week for some serious pickups that everyone's going to be spending that waiver money on, uh, you know, down the road. But, um, yeah, week seven, a couple uh, waiver wire targets if they haven't already been snagged in your league for receivers. Uh, Mr. Jermaine Curse, he... Of the New York Jets, um, former Seahawk. He is... Feisty dude. Yeah. 
he have, um, he slid into the Quincy Inunua sort of slot role um, as he's been dealing with some injuries. Love it. Grab him 100% if he's taken. Drop Ronnie, Robbie Anderson. He is the number one Jets passing option right now. Uh, Arizona, Christian Kirk has, you know, definitively sort of claimed the role as the number one guy in Arizona. He and Josh Rosen are boys. And, yeah, Larry Fitz, as hard as it is for me to say this, it's it's not looking good. He's got some uh, some nagging hamstring injuries. Christian Kirk. Larry Fitz, not a quarterback. Does not age like a fine wine. No. I mean, he has, but... <laughs> He's you know, a good mentor to the kid, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, now, I mean, it's, phys- it's a more physical position. Um, yeah, these are my top three picks. Uh, Taylor Gabriel as well. Um, you know, shifty little guy um, on the Bears. Uh, huge. Solid option. Former Falcon, is that what you're talking about? He's like a poor yes. man's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Because it's the same offense, right? Nagy, coach of the Bears. Andy Reid, coach of the Chiefs. Gotcha. They love their fast, small receivers. Break you over the top. Absolutely. Uh, you know, huge pickups, those top three guys. Other guys, if you're a little more desperate, Tyrell Williams on the Chargers, as well as Miami's Albert Wilson, who was, I think, the number one receiver last week. Uh, but don't go chasing the points. Those should be sort of your lower tier and priority guys. Um, running backs, number one, if he's not taken in your league, Atlanta, Ito Smith. Um, they announced that Devontae, or Devonta Freeman, sorry, is going to be placed on IR. And yeah, potent offense. Gonna see. He's already saw a lot of touches already, and has a touchdown or two to his name. Definitely number one pickup for the running back position. Ido Smith. Also, Indianapolis. Marlon Mack. Um, you know he has returned from injury, and he's great. Also, Houston. Donta Foreman. Um, he's not 100% healthy right now, so this one might be sort of, you know sort of later down the road. But um, yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah, buddy, that's it. Buddy I think boy. That's it. Buddy boy. Buddy boy Foreman. No, buddy boy in front of him um, <laughs> is has been pooping his pooping the bed. Pooping the bed. Um, tight ends. Um, third week in a row we've talked about him, but CJ Uzama, um, huge pickup for from Cincy, Tampa Bay. Because ha- Eifert's hurt, right? Yeah. Yes, and Tyler Croft. The two Tylers are are down and out. Um, but yeah, on Tampa Bay, OJ Howard, he had a little uh, injury trouble earlier, but he, he's back. Love the juice. Looking like a beast. Um, OJ Howard, he might have been dropped in your league or Vance McDonald. Does Cameron, Cameron Brait takes a lot of his targets, though, doesn't no, it? No, see, Fitzy and OJ were smart, intellectual good dudes, and Jameis and Cameron are like frat boy buddies, right. and they're hooking up. They're, he breaks back on the scene. Lick our fingers for some W's. <laughs> he is, he is, but um, OJ's seen some more targets than he has from, from OJ, in the, or from Jameis in the past, so yeah, they're realizing it's like, yeah, you are a freak. We should use you more. Yeah, the guy's a freak. I'm four and two, by the way, voice of God. Abba, not too shabby. Abba Father. If you're not Catholic, I'm sorry. That's probably... Why you got to wear whatever you want to high school, but uh, for those of us that were, it made it really easy. All right, Lord, thank you for the fantasy tips. I'm going to use them to beat you <laughs> and the Tampa Barn Buccaneers. All right, uh, just a couple, a couple of things I need to clarify. Last week we did a draft for our boys. All right, and we got a couple of uh, reader messages on Instagram, and a couple of the guys just bumped into us in the city. Uh, C-Mac, for instance, was just like, hey, how, I love the draft. How exactly does it work? I mean, Weird Mike picked a kicker. So, basically, we're putting a case of beer on the, up, for, up for grabs, uh, and whoever's guys do have the most success in their relative positions. And if they get injured, they get injured. That's, you know, shitty Down deal. Down a man. 
Yeah, down him in. But uh, yeah, Matt Stafford and Baker, baby. Here we go. On Josh Gordon. Happy Weed Day, Josh. That we we got to invite the Patriots back to uh, play this, the old Bills games in Toronto, which were awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patty Mahomes, Sonny Michelle, and Juju. Let's go. Let's go. Stephen House, Money Hauschka, Eric Weddle, and I can't even remember. House Money, by the way, the best nickname in football. It's going, man. I can't believe he's a kicker. That he needs to be like a, a whiteout or something. I mean, he's he's a he's a white guy that looks like a combination of me and Huck. <laughs> he was a foot shorter. <laughs> he's probably gonna be a kicker. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what do you what are you guys most excited for this weekend? Do we miss anything? Uh, I don't know if it's this weekend, but in general, NFL news wise, I'm excited for the NFL coming to theaters. Yeah, I heard about this. I'm driving down the Gardner, look to the left, the Queensway Theater for some movie previews, old school. Yeah. And there's the big NFL coming soon attractions. Across Canada, folks. Across Canada. I don't know if it's going to be only primetime games or if they're going to octobox a Sunday afternoon. Oh, my God. possibilities are endless. If it's red zone, I'm going to have a... A farvon. <laughs> I hope our boy Dave McKenna at Labatt had a hand in landing the NFL into the Canadian theaters and Cineplex. Well, that, that's big news. That is exciting. That's great. Look who's talking. We'll do uh, a couple of prime times down at. Uh, I'll sneak a live. Can we sneak the mics into the theater? Is that uh, a bootleg? They probably you, don't want people talking loudly let's during be, the game. Let's, yeah, that's right. But you snuck some things into theaters. What are you asking Huck for? You ever brought sushi into a theater? Of before? course not. <laughs> I wouldn't. What's, what's the weirdest thing you ever brought into a theater? I don't know, a lot of candy, like y- not you know too what? weird. In, in China, you can bring a two four of Jingtao beer <laughs> into the theater, use it as a footrest, and get smashed. Literally, you walk out of you, know, you walk what, out what of a place. We walked out of Fast and Furious Seven, and it was like a Tuesday, but like you just destroyed. Like we may as well go out. That movie sucked. Were movies <laughs> cheaper on Tuesday in China as well? Uh, no, it, it, it didn't matter. It was insanely cheap regardless. I just love it. It's football weather. What am I excited for? Red zone. <laughs> yeah, Scott, Scott Hansen. Yeah. When I hear Scott, his voice, I, I just love get you, Scott so Hansen. He should have been included in our announcer draft. Um, yeah, he's by good. the way, if you have a funny idea for a fun draft that uh, we could do on the next show, Message us on Facebook. If we use your draft, we'll send you a Look Who's Talking hat, which we are getting made up with Team LTD in time for Christmas. Giddy up. Yeah, join us for our Christmas party. We're looking for a bar in Toronto. If you know someone, let them know. Look Who's Talking wants to come to you. Also, on the Scott Hansen note, um, for any listeners that don't already know, NFL Red Zone is really, really easy to find yep. on NFL Reddit streams. So if yes. you're not watching it, I literally hook my computer up to the TV every week, and it is HD quality. If, it's you're amazing. For, if you're looking for the stream, get at Voice of God on Twitter. Yeah, hit us up. It's really easy and really free. Yep. All right. Um, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Weird Michael, uh, we're going to our favorite section of the show, news that does not matter with the Voice of God. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. The news that doesn't matter, but really kind of does. Um, Nathan Peterman. It's kind of all I have to say. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Rest in peace to your career. Right. Um, yeah. For those who didn't catch the game, uh, Bills, Texans, Josh Allen left the game with like a hurt elbow at some point late, uh, you know, in the second half. 
And so, yeah, they, you know, Peter Minnie actually started out decent. He, you know, he threw a touchdown. Yeah. They had the lead. Texans tied up. Uh, basically, game on the line, two minute drill. All right, what do you got? And apparently, before he went into the game, Peterman said to the offensive coordinators, like, don't worry, coach, I got this. <laughs> like a cheesy high school movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if by throw a pick six. <laughs> I got this. I guess that's what he meant because that's what he did. Um, I was I somehow tuned in. I guess uh, Red Zone flipped over to it. I, I nearly spat my drink out, pissed my pants. Yeah. It was the most Peterman thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but, oh, dear God. Sorry about your career. He uh, gave it's all, It was like he knew where the camera was, like the on-field camera just got right in his face. He looked right up at it. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's a deer in headlights. He was like the, the deer... Snapchat filter that you can do that all the girls love to do to make them look look better. Yeah, he looked like a a, a female deer filter on Snapchat, staring up at the obituary of his career. Yeah. Oh, and like yeah, his his career stats right now sit at three TDs, nine interceptions, and the Bills have announced that veteran Derek Anderson, uh, who hasn't played a game, an NFL game in like two or three seasons, uh, will be starting over Peterman this year. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, he threw such a muffin that was like a muffin top. My buddy Kev's kid, Finn, could have thrown a better ball than Nate Peterman. I'll tell you, Orchard Park loves falling in love with the randoms. Derek Anderson gets a couple wins. Let's sign him to a couple mil. I don't know how this guy got a job. Anyway. Wouldn't dead it. But uh, moving from one just amazing quarterback to the next, Brock LD himself, Osweiler, beats the, beat the Bears, and this isn't the first time. So super weird stat that I heard. Um, so obviously last minute he stepped in for Ryan Tannehill and led the Dolphins in his first Dolphins start to a victory over the Bears, um, which is why I don't bet because who the hell saw that coming? Yeah, that just screwed everybody. Yeah. Um, but also when he his first game starting for the Broncos back in the day, was against the Bears, and he won. And his first game after that fat contract down in Houston <laughs> against the Bears, and he won. Yeah. So Brock Osweiler is the Bears' daddy. And all three of the teams he started for play in the separate conference than the Bears. Oh, wow. Which is so far being ridiculously lucky. Uh, unlucky, however you want to call it. Yeah. Super bizarre, uh, but yeah. There was one person happy that night. Brock's wife. <laughs> One night you got it up for. Way to go, bud. That'll be his one win. Uh, but moving back to the Sunday night game, um, Tyreek the Freak Hill, uh, he might be just be heading to court. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but bit of an ugly spot in the Sunday, Sunday night game. Um, so after Tyreek, I couldn't even keep track, hauled in his second or third tee down, third, third. touchdown, yeah. uh, sort of ran it out of the end zone and had a bit of a stare down with the Pats fans right in the end zone there. Um, a couple of them were like flipping him off right in his face, which, you know, not a classy move, but to be expected, you're drunk and, you know, he's threatening your home team win. Right. Um, but what was the issue was like the full beer that got tossed all over him. Right. Um, so, yeah, his he and his essentially after the game, um, he and his agent released a statement, um, you know, saying that they will be pursuing further legal action against this fan. The Patriots responded kind of with their support for it. Yeah. Um, you know, it is it is a safety issue. You know, they, they sure. players need to be safe on the field. It's it sounds weird just it, getting liquid thrown at and you. It's not just it might not just be beer. Maybe it got Cosby'd, you know, like yeah. you could throw anything. Yeah, and the eyeball, you yeah. know, you you get an issue there. But um the Pats have banned him for life from Gillette Stadium. I think that's as far as it'll go, to be honest. Like they, they want they want 
to make uh, you know an example out of this guy. So we'll see. Uh, but we'll keep you posted throughout the year. Um, but in short, we've you know we've kind of hit on this before. Don't farve with pro athletes. Kids. No, just no. don't do it. Okay, they'll either you know beat you up at the airport. Yeah, <laughs> farve your girl or yeah. you know take you to court. And, yeah, and yeah, Plain. you got problems either way. So don't do it, kids. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Last but not least, we got a Sully of the Week winner. Oh, baby, do we ever. Marquise Goodwin. What a gem. Former Olympian, but Monday Night Football, throwing it back to his Olympic days. Uh, you know, after embarrassing the Green Bay DB on a hell of a run. And oh, yeah. Pattern. Uh, yeah. Back in the end zone, he lines up as he once did for the long jump. That was his event as well as sprinting in the relay um, and does like a full-on full Olympic form, proper textbook, long jump in the end zone. Haven't, can't say I've seen that one before. Um, and, you know, threw up a big flex for the camera after. It was it was awesome. His teammates went to measure the jump. Yes. He landed, <laughs> and then two judges came out of the panel with a measuring tape, with, and we're like, winner. With these sellies, <laughs> often it's the supporting staff. I was going to say, yeah. You, know? you really need to sell it and deliver like that. Right. I mean, uh, like they, uh, the Vikings got that like lazy floss thing they're doing, but Kyle Rudolph comes over. He's like, ah, no, 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 some no, guys no. just can't even pull that off. Right? It's funny, um, but yeah, at the at the end of the year, I think we'll have a, a bracket of these all these sellies of the weeks. Absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, you guys can vote on them and uh, let us know your winner. Yep. All right. A uh, couple things. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, just wanted to apologize. I'm normally giving you guys prop picks on all the primetime games. And uh, had a bit of a tough weekend. Uh, got went and saw kind of like a nurse that I know, and she was a little bit worried about this kind of big mole over my chest. And you know what? I don't. If you know me, folks, I don't really worry about anything. It doesn't get you anywhere. All right. Uh, doesn't accomplish anything. So I don't really worry too much. Just talkers and there's doers. Just go out and do it. But to be honest, I was a bit worried. Had a bit of a weird weekend. Found out it's not cancerous. Uh, but lesson learned. Get all that stuff checked. Do your family and friends a favor so they don't worry about you. And uh, I promise to my friends and family I'll be a better because I've been flyboarding slash water skiing for about 15, almost, uh, 19 years now, going back to HOC. And I haven't really worn a shirt in about 19 years besides for this show. So I'm going to start doing that. And uh, the props pips are back. And uh, yeah, we're feeling good. It was a good thing to find out today. Um, one thing, a little bold call here. CJ beat hard. He's going to take both hands out of his pants for 60 minutes and upset the Rams. It's not my, on my Hugh picks because it's too dangerous. But I like it. Jimmy G is going to be tapping that ass with a broken leg, thinking I'm getting replaced, but I'll keep the money. Weird Mike's not wearing moose. But that, natural grease. That natural grease is doing wonders right now. Huck, I hope you got a picture. All right, big shout out to Team I Will for everyone running the Scotiabank Marathon this uh, Sunday. We salute you. And uh, God bless you, Robbie McDonald. Happy birthday. On behalf of the voice of God. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. <laughs> and the Tampa Bar Huckineers and Huck Media. And Weird Michael. J-A-X minus five. Weird pick. There you go. Jeff Hewitt. We'll see you five later. We roll shit to burn slow as fucking molasses. Probably won't pass it. Smoke it to the last hit. Down to the ashes. Memories of your bad bitch. Andre, 2001. Another classic. Go ahead, ask a bitch about how I be smoking out. Party all night. Yeah, it's going down. Quarter rounds and smoke a quarter pound of that good stuff. Oh, yeah, we smoking all night. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fast that shit right here. Nigga, better than my last batch. Caramel complexion and I ask that. Exhale. Exhale.